This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, Episode 49, recorded July 23rd, 2006. Welcome to TF Wire. It's the finger holes, Ultra Magnus. We shall call you New Soundwave. It pays to get Transformers because you get girls. This is Matrix Prime. Power 64. This is Matt Spader. This is Curious Saying Transformers. Chill out. Hello and welcome to Transformers Week in Review. I am Jesse slash Matrix Prime and on this week's show I'm joined by the returning Hour 64. Nice to be here. Spada? Longest preparation ever. Thanks for letting our audience in on something they have no clue about and will probably not be described later on in the podcast. Oh, we lost our last exactly. awesome. <laughs> Actually, I think our, I think our longest ever was at an hour. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Anyway, and Curious, hi. You're here. Woo. Indeed. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Okay, so on to our San Diego Comic Con news, right? Sure. All, com- all <laughs> Comic-Con, all the time. Yeah. First news story, Cullen is prime, but is Welker Megatron. Going into the weekend, there were reports that Peter Cullen, the voice actor beh- behind Optimus Prime in the original 80s cartoon, had auditioned for the role of Prime in the upcoming movie, and that he was seriously being considered. On Saturday night, it was revealed by one of the producers on G4's Attack of the Show that Peter Cullen had, in fact, signed on to reprise his role as Optimus Prime. In a panel at the convention, it was revealed that the fans played a huge part in getting Cullen signed by showing, their su- by showing their support for him online. Also coming out of Comic-Con is a rumor that Welker has also auditioned to reprise his role as Megatron, and where it is, he is seriously being considered as well. So, do we comment now, or are we going through them all and commenting later? Talk about it. Chat it up. Go for it. Yay! Cullen prime. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, when that when they announced that, I heard that in one in the background of uh, I was actually watching G4 during this, and when he announced it in the background, I heard this one guy go, "Yeah!" <laughs> it's a really smart move. I mean, there's no reason not to. It's <laughs> uh, it really is a good move on their part. They're bringing the fans back to the material. They're trying to cash in on nostalgia, and part of the big piece of nostalgia for Prime is the voice. Exactly. Now, he also said that uh, Megatron would not be decided on until post-production, but I have a strange feeling if Welker can manage to still do the voice, I think he'll get it. Yeah, I don't know. I think Megatron is more up in the air, because, I mean, we've seen just from the fact that we've had a bunch of different interpretations of Megatron that are severely different. Well, even though Gary Chalk's version of Prime slash Primal is noticeably different than Cullen's and isn't an imitation, they're still in the same vein, or thereabouts. Megatron can be interpreted wildly differently depending on who's doing it, and I think there is a lot more room for mixing up Megatron, same way we've seen with his alt mode, his personality, and everything else over the years. I would be surprised if Frank Walker is cast as Megatron. That doesn't mean I'd be surprised if he's cast in the movie as some voice. What other voices has he done? Uh, <laughs> you want me to bring up the IMDb list? I could list it off, but that would take the entire time for the podcast. 
No, let's no. see. I yeah. know he's he's done a bunch of well, other voices. Voices in Scooby Doo. He did the voice yep. of Soundwave. He also yep. did the voice of Inspector Gadget, which was the mm-hmm. voice of Soundwave minus the weird digital modulation. You on mean it. of Doctor Claw? Sorry, yeah. Ooh. What did I say? Inspector you said Gadget. Inspector Gadget. <laughs> Doy. I'm an idiot. Anyway, yeah, he's done just tons of, oh any animal that you ever hear in a movie is that probably the Vokoda sound effects. Yeah, Frank he Walker was uh he was Bronx and gargoyles. He's done. <laughs> You're, like you just said, every animal. He's in Futurama. Yep. Megas XLR. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I like now, the way you. you know? t- I like the way you turned up for the Scooby Doo movie and tried auditioning <laughs> for it, and no one kind of knew who he was and auditioned nice. him as a part of the monster. <laughs> now, as far as who will voice Megatron in the movie goes, this is just throwing a name out here. But how about Clancy Brown? I take it you guys have no idea who the fuck I'm talking about. No. <laughs> I'm hearing crickets. <laughs> Those would be probably be birds. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, Clancy Brown was the guy who did the voice of Lex Luthor in Justice League. Hmm. That would be why I have no clue who he is. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It. I could see it. He'd have to change his voice a little bit, but I could see it. Or whoever did the voice of Darkseid, I think, would be good. Yeah. I, I think that if we don't get... Welker, there's going to be some big, big-named Hollywood type that gets the role. As long as the person who gets the role is the best person for the job, I'm happy with it. And like I, I said, agree. there are a ton of other slots that Welker could easily be put into that would be just as awesome. I mean, heck, if, I don't know if Soundwave is going to be in the movie or not. I remember there's been some confusion and weird crap going on about that. But if Soundwave is in the movie or if he ends up being in the sequel, that would be a great place to throw Welker in there. I mean, the Soundwave voice is practically as iconic as Optimus Prime, where the Megatron one is just kind of, like I said, it varies a lot. But can't anyone do the Soundwave voice? This is true. This is very true. (laughs) Anyway, should we move on to the next topic? Story 2! Indeed, Story 2. There are new 6-inch titanium figures that have been shown at the San Diego Comic Book Convention International. On display at Comic-Con, Hasbro had several of the upcoming 6-inch titanium figures. These figures included G1 Scourge, Beast Wars Optimus Primal, not Optimus Primal, Optimal Optimus, dumbass, R.I.D. Optimus Prime, G1 Rodimus Prime, and G1 Soundwave, complete with transforming tapes. Pictures of all of these figures can be seen at tformers.com, or if you go to shortpack.com, David Willis has significantly less blurry versions of those pictures. And also, pictures of the figures from the backs and some of the three inch titaniums and other bunch of other crap. I'd I'll shut up now. R.I.D. Optimus, Rodimus Prime, and Soundwave. I am Soundwave really about. I'm kind of... Soundwave, I thought I'm sorry, he was from the classic slime when I first saw the pictures. He just didn't look like Generation One Soundwave to me, especially with his the way his <laughs> waist and crotch transform. I really didn't like hey, that. He comes with a laser. Rodimus beat. I'd agree with but That's not Soundwave. Awesome. And it transforms. And, yep. <laughs> yeah. I just don't find these that interesting, to be honest. Uh, I have the first two, and the one thing that really irks me about both of them is those stands are kind of useless. They really don't have any real point to them other than, oh, here's a stand. It, it, Yeah, it's another piece of plastic. Here you go. You're complaining that they gave you something else with it? 
I'm complaining that there's really no function to it because there's no way to put the vehicle modes on the pl on the stands without removing the plates. The symbols in the front are on plates that just pop right off. So the stands are just plastic? Yeah, they're just em they're just plastic. They're just uh oh. gray plastic, no die cast to them, no real weight to them at all. I'd rather have the die cast in that than in the uh, actual toys just cuz if we're going to have a base for something, it would be nice to have some weight to it. Mhm. Mm <laughs> the other thing that I'm a little worried about, these first two figures are well, with the case of Megatron, it's very flimsy. I mean, really flimsy. And his, the ball joints on the figure pop off very easily. It, insanely easily. All the moving parts can come off except for, like, one or two parts that are pinned in. And I just don't think the engineering on the one figure is that good. The Prime figure is fine, but the Megatron figure needs work. The now... This is just the first two. Uh, we've got how many more coming? Uh, what, eight more coming? I guess so. <laughs> if you count the tapes. Dude, where, where'd you get that number from? Um, because in the list there isn't include Thundercracker and uh, Jetfire. Oh. oh, yeah, that's right. Somehow, this is just something I'm going to throw out there. I think... When the Titanium's line is over, we're going to remember it as what reminded us why die-cast construction is a lost art. I have to agree, Awa. <laughs> I think also the other thing is die-cast construction and ball joints don't really work that well. Are the ball joint components themselves metal or They're plastic? They're plastic, but they don't have enough uh, friction to really hold together. The die cast is so heavy that they kind of swivel around a lot. I believe I've heard that referred to as, like, rocks held together with tissue paper. <laughs> mm, I'd say paper, not tissue paper, but definitely paper. <laughs> but out of these groups, I can't wait for the Ronimus Prime, and I can't wait for the um, R.I.D. Optimus. The other, th the other ones I'll probably get, but those are the two I'm really looking for. I might pick up Optimal, but the rest of them... I really like Scourge, despite the fact that it's a shell former. Hmm. I guess that seeing the up-close pictures on Scourge's face, I didn't like the face. But otherwise, the model itself looks pretty good. I'm just tired of seeing Scourge everywhere. <laughs> it's not the Scourge we see everywhere, though. No, it's... Well, the G1 Scourge, we see a lot of places. Not as much as we see Scourge. R.I.D.? Yeah. Or just the name? The name slash the R.I.D. conception, which has kind of been shuttled off into Nemesis Prime slash Primal slash what have you. Mm -hmm. But still, Scourge is a much better name for that anyway. That's... you're very much right. So, story three? Sure, Story three. why not? <laughs> 20th Anniversary Edition DVD Details Surface. To coincide with Comic-Con, the official 20th Anniversary DVD website was relaunched. The new website includes the complete DVD artwork created by fan favorite Don, yes, first name, Don, as well as specs on the DVD itself. <laughs> Some of the features include a newly remastered and color-corrected transfer. It will feature both a widescreen and full-screen version, will include commentaries as well as interviews with the director, story consultant, and voice actor Sue Blue, 
and will feature a behind-the-scenes look at the live-action movie with Michael Bay and Steven Spielberg. A full press release of all the special features can be found at TransformersTheMovieDVD.com. And don't forget the Matrix of Knowledge. Oh, yeah. As I said, a full press release of all the special features can be found at TransformersTheMovieDVD.com. Now, the one thing I'm wondering, didn't they announce a little while, like a couple of months ago, that they were going to include scenes that hadn't made it into the final cut? Like Ultra Magnus getting drawn and quartered, or Sandman getting stepped on, or everything else that fans fictionalized in their own heads in the 20 years between the movie actually coming out and now? Yes. The stuff that only ever existed previously as kind of very loose storyboards had never made it into the animation phase and therefore doesn't <laughs> exist? Yes. No, I mean the stuff that was in the final cut, that or the final uh, production that got cut. I'm sure there are deleted scenes. That doesn't Somewhere. happen nearly as often with animation. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's one of those myths like Blue Blue Streak that just fans have talked about for so long that many people think it's reality yeah. and so many people think it's myth. Everybody gets confused. Now, the only thing I can think of that would be is if there was an early trailer that had some animation that never actually ended up in the movie. Because that's the only place I can think of that they would actually be able to find something like that from. Yeah, there was a trailer, wasn't there? I With the Diaclone so. colored Magnus? Yeah, the Diaclone colored um, Magnus, the different angle that the jets came in. Yep. A slightly Galvatron had a different matrix. Yeah, yep. a slightly different transformation for Unicron or different sequence. So there's at least some additional footage out there, but I don't know if it ever appeared in the movie itself. Yeah, I'd... they said they would do that, and then that just kind of disappeared. So maybe yeah. we'll see hear more on at Botcon. In the meantime, keep putting those puzzle pieces together, folks. <laughs> you you don't have to do that anymore. Stup- they put up the. Thing? Did you not yeah. just listen to what I said? No, the I new didn't website actually. includes the complete <laughs> DVD artwork. Oh, okay. Which looks complete really nice. Complete DVD artwork. And that's all that's on the all website. Right. All the other sections are coming soon. Or oh, no, yeah. there's a the DVD the press release with all the special features. But that requires reading. All oh. right, let's move on. Yes. No, no, I want, I want to talk about the widescreen transfer. Oh, okay, fine. Bitch about that. No, I wasn't going to bitch about it. I just wanted to know what you guys thought about it. About uh, cropping the video and making it 16 by 9 Great. Whoop-de-doo. That's um, as bad as pan and scanning a 16 9 movie. I know, <laughs> but... It, it, hey, if they've got that in there and they've got the the normal version, fine. Yeah, that is true. And They if have it, both versions, so... It'll be nice for people with widescreen TVs. I mean, I have a widescreen TV, but I still watch stuff normal size, so... Any idea if there'll be a HD DVD or Blu-ray version of this? I highly doubt it. Yay, more money to get bilked out of in future years. Oh, well, it's Sony, so it would definitely have been a Blu-ray version, but... Okay, I'm not buying it. (laughs) You're lost. Okay, next story. Well, I mean, if there's a Blu-ray version. Next story? Yes, next story. IDW does Transformers the Movie and other comic news. At the IDW publishing panel at the San Diego Comic Book Convention International, it was revealed that Bob Budansky will be writing an adaptation of the 1986 animated Transformers movie. And at the request of Don Figueroa, yes, he does have a last name, he will be giving Snarl a bigger role than what he had in the movie. 
Also of note, there are big plans for 2007 which will coincide with the release of the film, and some upcoming comic collections will include the best of Don Figueroa, the best of Simon Furman, and the greatest battles of Optimus Prime and Megatron. Yay! That looks very, very sweet. Yep. The artwork for the movie, awesome. Oh yeah, the, the fact Don clip of Unicron is just mind-blowing. Oh, it's gorgeous. And then, giving Snarl a bigger role. He wasn't even in the movie. <laughs> yes, he was. That's the point. He was in the movie. No, he wasn't. His yes, leg was at yes, one point no, for a few frames. No, 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 no. no. On Junkion, when they're leaving, he's in the shuttle, in the window. Trust me, Is he? he's there. So wasn't he also in the very beginning when they were flying out of the shuttle? Wasn't he in that shot as well? No, the leg okay. you see, the leg you see on Earth is that of Swoops. <laughs> okay. In any case, he will have a slightly larger much. role than that. <laughs> yes, so apparently he he d won't just be appearing in the window of the shuttle. Where he apparently got lost and ended up in the shuttle. <laughs> long, long ago. <laughs> no idea how he got there, but... Apparently some other cool stuff showed up, too, like uh, some preview artwork from the uh, Spotlight issues. Did we know before what the actual issues were going to be? Shockwave, Nightbeat, Grimlock, Hot Rod, and there was one other, but I can't remember. I thought they announced uh, three. They announced four. <laughs> oh, I thought they announced five. But, yeah, is that... No, it was four. <laughs> Anyway, is that new information, or did we already know announced that? that at Bristol Comic we kind Expo of already knew that, because they announced that a little ago. while okay. ago. Just checking. And, well, we did get to see some art from that, and the uh, Shockwave one looks like it will feature the Dinobots as well. Woohoo! It's going to be interesting. Yep. More Grimlock? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, it's being written by Simon Furman. What do you think? Uh, I'm guessing yes. All right. Yeah, on he, ju he just he just want want Grimlock gets mad and wanders off. That's all that happens. Yeah, I bet. All right. <laughs> shall we move on to our last story slash discussion topic? Please. Do we really want to? Oh, I have so many wonderful <laughs> things to say. Okay. Final news story. Nemesis Prime. Hasbro has the last laugh. Going into Comic-Con, Hasbro announced that they would be selling Alternators Nemesis Prime at both the convention itself and at HasbroToyShop.com. The figure was supposed to go up for sale on the website at 9 a.m. Eastern on Thursday, but due to overwhelming traffic, the website went down before the release time. This resulted in people calling Hasbro Toy Shop to order the figure. When the website finally went back up, the figure, to <coughs> the figure was never listed as in stock, only coming soon. People who had phoned in their orders were then told that their orders wouldn't be honored, only to be told later that, that they would be honored. Shortly afterwards, the figure was listed as out of stock on the website and was then removed from the website altogether before the end of the day. <sighs> Three words. Screwed the pooch. <laughs> cockbites. Cockbites. I don't think they did it intentionally. I wouldn't call them cockbites for it. Well, no. You see, the thing is, I... After I couldn't get to the website, I decided, okay, well, let's ping the website. I didn't even get a ping. I couldn't do a DNS lookup. I couldn't do a TNS lookup. I couldn't do anything to find the website in existence. This wait, wait, wait. has... What, what, what you time couldn't was do that? a DNS lookup? No. The problem must have been on your end, then. Uh, no. I work for a very, very large 
company that actually provides backbone to some of these companies. Ooh. But um, what what time what time of the day was this? Nine thirty. Okay. It was nine thirty in the morning. I couldn't do any type of lookup. Ping DNS lookup didn't work. TNS lookup didn't work. And I tried some other things that I'm not allowed to say on the air. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I can see a ping not working if it happened, but how it the was... heck would you get it taken off all the DNS servers? The only way that it w- that would happen is if their server sent out an a- um, a DNS removal request. It could have happened as an automated response to being flooded. Be- That's very true. The site did react yeah. like it was being DDoS throughout the entire <laughs> yeah. day because it was being DDoS through the entire day with legitimate traffic. The thing that drives me absolutely batty is that Nemesis Prime wasn't the only special thing for sale. There were Star Wars special things for sale as well. You would think that Hasbro, in their foresight... Infinite Wisdom... Think- yeah. Oh no, there, there's nothing infinitesimal <laughs> about this. You would think they would go, oh, well, we've got these very special things going on the site that collectors really, really want. Maybe we should check our load balancing. Maybe we should check and make sure our we can handle the traffic. But I bet they didn't. I bet they just said, ah, we're fine. You know what, Alba? And that whole coming soon crap. Like, it was said on the AllSpark that if you clicked on the coming soon and then checked your cart, that it would show up in there. I did that. It didn't show up in there. So I tried it again after reading that post at like from another site at like 940. It crashed my browser. So I had to go tr- through and try and reload the expletive, expletive thing again. <laughs> so then you were able to get out at some point then. Oh, I was able to get onto it, but I couldn't get the figure at all. And I actually did try calling their customer service line. Couldn't get through. I did anyone else try, try to get the figure? Ordering uh, I checked the website a few times, but I missed out on all the joy. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna buy it if I saw it up there to buy, but other than that, I didn't care. Yeah, I, I was the same way. Curious. alright if I had to guess I'd say we're going to get a apology at one of the Hasbro panels at BotCon if not something on the website sooner you know how they can apologize they can contact us and give us the damn figure that's how they can apologize (laughs) does anyone know about the club store fiasco Uh, vaguely I heard about it, but uh, the whole Nemesis Prime thing kind of overwhelmed me. The club store fiasco also involved Nemesis Prime. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think the whole point was they had it up for like 20 minutes and they only had 100 of them. And they were charging Didn't like they... Oh, double. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> and then at Comic-Con, themse- at Comic-Con itself, they only had very limited amounts. They didn't have, like, a, a full amount. They had, what, like, a hundred or a couple hundred figures? That was it? I did <laughs> see that Attack of the Show chick throw one out into the crowd, though. Bitch. I'm going to chalk this whole thing up to miscommunication between departments. I'm going to just chalk this whole thing up to them being just 
Cockbites? Totally and utterly... Well, cockbites, <laughs> yes, but the word incompetent noobs <laughs> comes to mind. Well, I would be willing to say that if there weren't, like, a hundred people involved in here. Yeah, that's true. At that level, it's possible for incompetence to occur without any one person being truly <laughs> incompetent. Or just because one person was truly incompetent. I am a fanboy in rage. No mi mind of logic will help, will quell my anger. Well, maybe they'll make it available again at uh, BotCon. Better fucking well better be. <laughs> you could have ordered it online, you know. <laughs> before, I was before trying to support them. Actually, I <laughs> went to their site. I couldn't even find the figure online. I'm, I meant from uh, other various oh, online Oh, from vendors. like uh, Big Bad Toy Store or something like that. Uh, Action if HQ. by Big Bad Toy Store you mean eBay. <laughs> or Action yeah. HQ. Yeah. If by Action HQ you mean Yahoo Auctions. Or I could just go on Hobby Link Japan. Or if I, I mean uh, Action HQ. They had them. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, this, was, this was a serious <laughs> debacle. They did. And I think... I think Hasbro needs to do something to uh, um, quench the fanboy's rage. As someone relatively disconnected from this, I think it was just a comedy of errors. And, however, I would like to see them apologize for it. Just because, hey, even if it's not their fault, it's something they ought to apologize <laughs> for. Yeah, because, I mean, they they did build this up. I mean, they put it out there saying it'd be available and... Have we even heard of any confirmations from anyone that they were able to su successfully order the figure? Uh, yeah. They were at San Diego Comic-Con. And by order, <laughs> they meant actually Purchase. forked over 25 bucks for it. Rephrasing question. Was there anyone in the fandom who was able to obtain one online? I think a few people managed to buy them off the uh, official club store. <laughs> I could be wrong, though. And you probably are. Indeed. I usually <laughs> am. Yes. Okay, so we, are we done uh, raging on here about Nemesis Prime? I think we've yeah. beaten this horse to death. Anybody want some steak tartare? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Howard, right. you have some uh, convention news for us? Yes, if you noticed last week, I was not present for the podcast recording. However, if you noticed in the middle of the week, it was because I got an interview with David Kay. And the reason I got an interview with David Kay was because he was a guest at IkasuCon 2006, which I was in attendance at. It was fun as hell. The entire way through. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Just great. Let's see. Uh, other than getting to meet David Kay and getting the interview, which was awesome, uh, let's see. I hung out with one of the other guests for a little while, Greg Ayers, cool guy. Uh, I got to see Puffy Amiyumi in concert. Were they good? Fuck yes. <laughs> they were amazing. Let's see, what else was there? Uh, a lot of other cool stuff went on. I helped run an improv panel, and the vendor room had a lot of cool stuff. There was one store that had some of the weirdest gachapon stuff, including uh, Star Trek gachapon, Batman gachapon, <laughs> and a few Mario gachapon things, too. I picked up one of those, like, Mario scene figure things. Yeah, that was also, like, the only booth that had any Transformers-related stuff. Really? Yeah, they had 
$15 bootleg combiner gift sets. Oh, are those the ones that we've been seeing on eBay? Like, um, oh, what is it? The Menasaur has... The Menasaur the... has two protector bots in it. Yeah, or uh, and then there's the other one that's got two Technobots in it. <laughs> two Technobots, and the uh, rest of them are Superion. Yeah. Yeah, that was the one, and they also had Devastator. I bought Devastator. I actually bought that figure once. The bootleg Devastator? Yeah. It's a piece of shit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, my, mine went in the garbage. <laughs> I have a bootleg Raiden figure, the train bots, and dear god, got... that thing barely holds together. <laughs> I've got a bootleg Motormaster, because I've got all of the Stunticons, <laughs> and uh, my Motormaster's legs are broken, so I thought I could just buy that and get the hinges out of his legs and replace them in the original, but their toys are just different sizes are they... and won't work at all. You can't combine the old ones remember. with the new ones. Are or... the knockoffs bigger or smaller? Knockoffs okay. are slightly bigger. Well, that makes sense. Because <laughs> of the way they were knocked off. Yep. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, a friend of mine also gave tiny me tins. a bunch of <laughs> tiny tins because he didn't want them anymore. Because they were tiny tins. What other toy comes with its own steel coffin? <laughs> uh, the um, Minicons in the universe line? Uh, some Justice League figures have started doing it now. Justice League Unlimited as well. That was more supposed to be a sarcastic rhetorical question, but <laughs> good to know. Yes. Uh, I got two Spy Changers and the Skyboom Shield, which was actually kind of cool. So more Minicons. Yes. Uh, anyway, <laughs> rest of the convention, like I said, the whole thing was a blast end-to-end. -end. If you're going to be in Cincinnati next year, I highly recommend attending. And, uh, David, if you're listening, thanks again for the interview. It was great meeting you. Yes, I'd like to second that. Even though I wasn't there, David, thank you for the interview. Yes, and I thoroughly enjoyed the interview as well. I did as well. And uh, any of you out there in listener land who haven't listened to the interview yet, it is up on the TFYR website. I wholeheartedly recommend going and seeing it. Now, uh, I will be attending Otakon here in the beginning of August. You bastard. I live in Baltimore, <laughs> what can I say? And I will report any Transformers news that I might find. Okay. Maybe, uh, maybe the, uh, the Grimlock cosplayer will be back this year. It's certainly That possible. was interesting. <laughs> For those that don't know, the, uh, Otakon is the largest anime convention on the East Coast. It... The cap right now is at about 25, 23, 24,000 people, guests in attendance, or just guests showing up. So uh, it's going attendees. to be one big shindig. Yeah, those things. Guests would be people the con invited. I know what I said. <laughs> I know. Okay, so listener questions. Yes. <laughs> Who's reading them? Me! Okay. First question, this comes from Mellow Shade. Which TF figure uh -oh. do you have the most sentimental attachment to? Uh, G1 Wheeljack? It was my first one. The G2 Basic Autobot Cars and Decepticon Afterburner, or I think that, yeah, Afterburner. That sounds like figures. Okay, let's go Afterburner then. I'd have to go with the uh, 
reissue Galvatron done in the anime accurate color scheme. So, does anybody want to share why? I haven't gone yet. You don't count. I already shared why. Oh, yeah, thanks. My, uh, probably the one that has sentimental value most for me is uh, Transmetal 2 Waspinator. Because it, uh, helped Transmetal me... Transmetal 2 Waspinator? Yes. Transmetal Waspinator. <laughs> Sorry. Transmetal Waspinator. Simply because it, uh, kind of got me a woman. Elaborate. He, he, he already explains that in the intro music. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I first went to college... Uh, met a girl and... Oh, we don't have time for stories. Oh, it'll be real quick. Met a co- went to college, met a girl, we were in my room, she saw the uh, bug form of Wasp in there and went, what the hell is that? And I said, it's Transformers. She's like, no, that's not a Transformer. I was like, yes, yes it is. Transformed it, we started Aww. talking about Transformers. Uh, here it is eight years later and we're going to be getting married awesome. soon. <laughs> At least it was a quick story. I've got a sentimental thing to say about why I got my Galvatron first. Uh, uh, it... it, it uh, and you still haven't explained why you, you, you've got your attachment to your Generation 1 wheeljack. Yeah, either, and actually. I haven't said uh, that either. So, yeah. Oh, I, I said it was my first one, that's why. Well, well my, my Galvatron <laughs> uh, was bought for me by my current girlfriend, who's been going out for seven months now. And she's the only girl in my entire life who's bought me a Transformer rather than just dismissing them as kind of silly wastes of time. So, she's currently watching Transformers Energy in the lounge <laughs> as well. She's gotten quite into it, she's a bit scary. <laughs> She's a keeper. Okay, the reason... <laughs> oh, definitely, yeah. Anyway, the logic behind G2 Afterburner... I don't remember if that was my first Transformer or not. It was either that or one of the Autobot cars, but... Even if it wasn't, I basically have completely destroyed that figure. It is missing its gun, it is missing one arm... And uh, the screws that hold it together are completely worn down from me getting bored and taking it apart and reassembling it so goddamn many times. Uh, okay, we've gone too long now. I'm cutting, cutting the questions down to just two. All right, question two is, comes from Blurry and okay. Lie. Where in the fandom do Curious and Spada come from? Seeing as how the original four hosts were all from the Allspark, are they from there too and just using different names? If not, how did they come to be hosts? Well, I'm going first because I'm mentioned first here. And <laughs> you're Thank special. You. I, I'm actually on okay. the old spark, but I've only made about three posts. Uh, I'm not a t- <laughs> I'm not at all active in the forum. I just lurk in all the ones and just watch all the kind of general fanboy behaviour and take very little part. But when Matrix was uh, auditioning for new hosts, I kind of sent it on an audition tape, and that was the first sort of step I took into the more active uh, member of the fandom. But s- and and then we passed on yes. you and selected Speeder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've actually been lurking for years, many, many years. Um, I only recently joined the AllSpark, but I've been lurking there. TFW two thousand five, uh, Tformers dot com, not uh, BigBot.com? Dave's review page, BotTalk. <laughs> oh yeah, BigBot.com when it actually Bot-talk? didn't suck. Bot collector, I don't remember BotTalk. But I know I know of it. I just don't remember it too well. But uh, how about bot2car.com? I hear they have some <laughs> awesome avatars where you can you can get of Transformers uh, on that website. Um, but I've been I've been lurking for years. Uh, I've actually had I've actually had many emails with a uh, Dave from his website. Um, huh. I've just I have been lurking for way too long, and then I saw then I heard about this. A uh, little shindig at TF Wire, and I was like, "What the hell? I'm gonna do it." 
And then mm. I got a, then I was chosen Did as a host. Listen to the podcast before you. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I read. <laughs> oh yeah, because you kept submitting so, questions. Yeah, I, I submitted quite Doi. a few questions yes. and made Stay sure down. they pronounced my last name right. So uh, yeah, uh, I've been I've, I'm a lurker, or I was a lurker. I'm just loving looking through all the Allspark, no, uh, the um, Civil War signatures on Allspark at the <laughs> Fair moment. Enough. All the parodies of the various factions. It's great. All right, let's let's uh, close this. This is Matrix Prime saying, close it. <laughs> this is this is Curious signing off. This is Awa saying goodbye from the jungle. Can I say mine now? No. <laughs> and this is no. I'm saying it. No. I have he to. said you, you have couldn't. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> no. And this You've is Matrix Prime. Signed you have to You've already been signed out. No, no. You've already been signed out. You have to sign out the last person who's still on. <laughs> I'm going to mute your sound file, so. <laughs> and this Go is Matrix hell. Prime signing off. <laughs> and be sure to tune in next week for the one year anniversary clip show.